Welcome to That's Good Sports. I am Brandon. If Dave Portnoy and Erica Nardini are watching, I am for sale for $5.3 million per night. I say $5.3 million because it sounds like I actually calculated the value. Now, the NFL trade deadline did disappoint, but today, the day after, was not disappointing at all. Baker Mayfield gives a reporter shit for asking a stupid question, Le'Veon Bell is covering for the Jets, and the NFL Network's Scott Hansen owned Barstool Sports founder Dave Portnoy on Twitter, and most surprisingly, Philip Rivers was cited wearing a mustache. A lot of respect for Wiz. Philip Rivers felt so bad about Ken Wizenhunt getting fired that he decided to grow a Wizenhunt on his face. Or he's just trying to convince the world that Gardner Minshew is just another one of his kids. Not like it would be that hard for Rivers to claim. We'll get into all of that today on Let's Go. This is your daily NFL podcast of That's Good Sports. It's football that's good. Humans have been shaving for thousands of years, and the secret to a great shave? Well, not closing your eyes when you do it, but also using Harry's. Now, I love Harry's because it gives me a close shave with an easy glide and has a low price. Do us a favor and check out harrys.com slash bluewire for your free trial today. Harry's is a return to the essential. Quality, durable blades at a fair price. Just $2 per blade. Listeners of my show can redeem their Harry's trial set at harrys.com slash bluewire. You'll get a weighted ergonomic handle for a firm grip, five-blade razor with a lubricating strip and trimmer blade, rich lathering shave gel with aloe to keep your skin hydrated, and a travel blade cover to keep your razor dry and easy to grab on the go. Go to harrys.com slash bluewire to start shaving better today. And keep those eyes open when you shave. Congrats to the Bosa brothers, Joey Bosa named AFC Defensive Player of the Week, and Nick Bosa named NFC Defensive Player of the Week. Their father and former NFL player, John Bosa, said, This is the most proud I have been of them since literally any other time I have watched them play football. Because they're really fucking good. Browns quarterback Baker Mayfield has earned 100% of my support for when he does this. Stop running. No, no, stop saying but. I just told you the clock was running and we had a penalty. You want to give them the ball back? No, you don't play. You don't know it. That's just plain and simple. Were you happy with that, John? Was I happy with the drive? No, we didn't score points. That's the dumbest question you could ask. What? Mmm. Anyone defending that reporter is wrong. All reporters and media members do is criticize players. Colin Coward is making millions shitting on Baker every chance he gets. So when players clap back, as the kids say, I love it. Was I happy with the drive? No, we didn't score points. That's the dumbest question you could ask. What? Why would any quarterback be happy with not scoring other than Ryan Fitzpatrick or Ryan Finley tank joke or Tim Tebow virginity joke? If the reporter is going to use player quotes to highlight how shitty they think a player is or spin their own narrative about a player, they deserve to get their dumbass questions called out. The last time I asked a question publicly was fourth grade. I raised my little hand and Mr. Gerback called on me and I asked, Mr. Gerback, can you help me with this division problem? 
You know what he said? He said, that's exactly why I stopped sleeping with your mom, kid. Your entire family is a division problem. Your dad was the divisor, and I was the remainder who fucked the quotient, which just happened to be a Kirby 8 you call mom. And now you're left with a fraction of a family. So no, I won't help you with your stupid division, but you can get me a Pepsi from the teacher's lounge before I fail you with the rest of the dumb kids. And ever since that day, I have been a Coke guy and not, and not asked questions publicly. Baker is on a losing and underperforming team. As a Broncos fan, I can say this is what happens. I mean, Joe Flacco snapped this week in a much more passive and Joe Cool way. Once again, we're a two and six football team and it just feels like we're kind of afraid to lose a game. But he too plays for a losing and underperforming team. When you're winning, like say Lamar Jackson, the questions you field aren't nearly as tough. Are you a Harry Potter fan? Yeah, uh, I wouldn't say I am. I watched a few movies, but it's pretty low. And I get sleepy. I get sleepy. I'll be watching it for like a good hour, then I just... Yeah, Harry Potter started watching me, so. Man, every time Lamar Jackson talks, uh, a raven orgasms and another person becomes a Lamar Jackson fan. If the Ravens make it to the Super Bowl, Baltimore will just be a city covered in Raven goo, and Jackson will be the most popular quarterback on earth. The crazy thing, the only QB who was starting in the AFC North last year at this time was Baker Mayfield. The difference between October 2018 and October 2019 shows a changing of the guard. ESPN tweeted this out, and the only quarterback that is smiling is also the only QB currently leading an NFL team with a winning record. So just smile, and you too can win like Lamar. Which kind of sounds like a, a tagline for a teeth whitening company who uses Lamar Jackson in their commercials. A Bengals quarterback, Andy Dalton, of course, was benched yesterday. And he said he doesn't agree with Zach Taylor's decision to bench him, but will do everything he can to help Ryan Finley. It happened three hours before the trade deadline. You know, it's, I wish it would have at least, you know, if he was thinking about it, at least let me try to see if I could end up somewhere else or, uh, you know, at least uh, see if there is interest in possibly getting traded at that point. Just once though, I wish a quarterback <laughs> would agree with the benching. Just, just humor me, NFL QBs. Say something like, you know what, fuck, yeah. We suck, the whole team sucks, I suck, I've been playing like shit. We have nothing to gain by me playing or this team winning at this point. So why the hell do I care if I sit on the bench for the next eight weeks? It literally doesn't matter at all, any way, any shape, or any form. Bench me a million times, I don't give a shit. Dalton isn't close to the worst part of the Bengals, but if Ryan Finley comes in and provides a spark for this team and gets a win and ruins Tank Bowl Part 2 on December 22nd, I will treat Finley like Tom Brady for the rest of his pathetic career. Right now, we have Dolphins vs. Bengals to look forward to with the greatest early Christmas present since the surprise blowjob I got from my Mr. Potato Head, I mean, uh, girlfriend in 2009. As I have stated here on this show, well before anyone at the NFL Network ever did, the Pro Bowl should be this, the two worst teams playing for the number one draft pick. 
The winner gets the pick, and each team gets to pick one real pro bowler for each side of the ball as a secret starter to help them win. That is how you revitalize the Pro Bowl. Now after he finally made a lunch decision, Le'Veon Bell channeled that food coma into a message of hope. It takes a process to build a winning program. I am happy as hell to be a New York Jet. I'm happy to be here despite all the trade rumors and talks. But everybody has to have a little bit of patience, just a little bit of patience. This is our first year being all together. First year with our head coach, first year with our general manager, and I think Joe Douglas is doing a, a tremendous job trying to get this thing turned around. I love the positive mindset, but I disagree with the optimism about Adam Gase and GM Joe Douglas. Adam Gase didn't want to pay Bell that $52 million deal former GM Mike McCagnin gave him, which is part of the reason McCagnin was fired after the team fucking drafted all of its players. So Bell is taking the highest road possible here, vouching for patience with a bad coach and a bad GM that fielded a bunch of trade offers for Bell and tried to deal their best player in Jamal Adams after Adams told the GM and coach he wanted to stay in New York. Adams today exhibited a completely different tonality in how the Jets' front office is running the show. You know, at the end of the day, I know he has a job to do, and I respect it. Um, but I've done everything, you know, they've asked me to do since I've been here for, for the three years. Um, you know, I, I, I didn't take that lightly. The weird thing is I respect how both players handled this situation. Bell lied to show future employers he is a great asset and personality to have on the team, and Adams spoke the truth to show how passionate he is about winning and playing football. Like with Bell, there's one thing I disagree with from Adams' statement. I hold myself at a high level. You know, the Rams don't, they don't, they don't take calls on Aaron Donald. The Patriots don't take calls on Tom Brady. You know what I mean? That's where I hold myself in that regard, so. No, do, do not do that. Do not compare yourself to Tom Brady. You are a much better player than he's ever been. And teams don't call about Tom Brady because they know for him to play well, they have to drink the blood of a goat once a month and sacrifice a virgin. It's the only reason Elway was able to land Peyton Manning and the only reason the Patriots have won three Super Bowls since they cut Tebow. And you thought that Tebow reference earlier came out of nowhere. What did I say yesterday about Trent Williams? Left tackle, Trent Williams, who again, will never ever fucking play for your organization. Today, Williams had a great examination with team doctors, but when he put his helmet on, there was discomfort. So Trent Williams did not practice. Williams said he forgot how much it hurts to wear the Redskins logo on his head. You could argue that Williams would have went back to Washington if he failed the physical on his new team, or you could argue that he would have passed his physical with flying colors on literally any other team. Today's most important story though is the Twitter spat between Dave Portnoy and Scott Hansen. I'm in a bit of a tough spot here though. I want to join Scott Hansen, who owned Dave Portnoy on Twitter because I love Scott Hansen and I love the NFL Red Zone, but I know the NFL Network will never, ever, ever employ me. Barstool Sports, if they ever wake the fuck up, might buy this YouTube channel to finally give me some of that fuck you money Portnoy likes to brag about every day. Portnoy went after Scott Hansen and the NFL Red Zone in this rant. Scott Hansen. How long have you been doing this red zone? 
Cincinnati plus 12. The, the only people watching the fucking red zone, you fucking idiot, are people who gamble. You think people in bet on this game? Show the plays, update the plays. To which Hanson surprisingly responded, I don't blame you, Dave. If I lost so much money gambling that I could only afford bacon neck t-shirts from Goodwill, I'd irrationally lash out like a two-year-old at the closest available target. <laughs> Dang. Dang, Scott. It's no secret Roger Goodell hates Barstool, which is why Hanson is free to shit on Portnoy's bacon neck t-shirts. So, do I jeopardize a possible multi-million dollar acquisition by agreeing with Hanson? Hmm, I don't know. Maybe I'll take the Le'Veon Bell high road and try reason. Dave, I lashed out at an NFL Network employee once as well. One Adam Rank, but I put some thought into it, and Rank is now my best fucking friend. As a betting man, Dave, all I will say is this. If you're not willing to bet at least $5.3 million on a guy who can make friends with NFL Network employees by creatively insulting them, you're missing out on the investment opportunity of a lifetime. And I say that as a man who may be making Adam Rank a very long and sad apology video very, very soon. Thanks for watching another episode of That's Good Sports. Please subscribe here on the YouTubes. Did you sub yet? Did you follow me on Twitter, at Brandon Perna, or Instagram, at Brandon Perna? You can follow me there. And feel free to, you know, tweet to Barstool, tell them to buy me, or to NFL Adam Rank, and tell them how sorry I am, that I'm gonna be real sorry soon, too. This is your daily NFL podcast of That's Good Sports. It's football that's good.